<coughs> Welcome back! Double teamed PM, how are we doing? Day! I'm not feeling well. I'm just not. So, trying to, uh, self-regulate. <laughs> I'm okay. I am a little tired, but I'm okay. Well, we... Have we overextended ourselves? Yes. Absolutely, we have. <laughs> do we always do that? Because I feel like that's what we're always complaining about. Yeah. Do we, though? I think it's, I think we, we do oh, this we, we definitely have overextended ourselves this past... These past two months. We had the live show, then we went to Hawaii, then we went to New York, then we came back. Then we went to Cabo. Then we went to Cabo. Now we have EDC this week. Which is in Las Vegas. And... Yeah, yeah, but, like, some people travel, like, I have a friend who travels for work. Well, I mean, it is for work, though. She travels for work, like, once a week. That's still a lot, whether it's work or pleasure. Like, and half of it has been work for us. In New York, we, we have to go. We have our other friend who travels for work a ton, and I just, I don't know how people do it. We do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, half those things were for the pod. The other half were not, you know. No, so that's true. Like, and that's the thing, is that, like, we love travel. But a lot of the times what we'll do is we'll, like, cram everything into really small amounts of spaces. And then afterwards be like, shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, not really regretting anything, though. No, Cabo was a lot of fun. We went to go see the Rufus Fest with one of our friends and his friends, and we had a blast. Uh, it was a phenomenal time, honestly. And uh, Elon Musk was at the festival that we went to. Yeah. Imagine our surprise when I'm just, you know, sitting there We're dancing, vibing. vibing. I look to my right and I'm like, oh, that guy looks like Elon Musk. And then I see a girl go up to him and ask him something. And then he like put his hood over his head. And then and I, I was just like, kept staring odd. and I'm like, that's Elon Musk. Yeah, that's Elon Musk. I, so. It was funny because one of my partners is like obsessed with Elon Musk. So I texted him. He was stoked. Jonathan. Elon was having a hot blast. boy summer. Hot boy summer. His bodyguards were a little creepy, just standing. Not off one to the vibe side. was checked. I felt so bad for them. Like Rufus was throwing it down, and the bodyguards were just one of them because, like, he had a hoodie on and the hood over his head, and his like hands in his pocket. The stage had a bunch of like fog around it, so like, <laughs> honestly, he looked so creepy. I'm like, come on, man, at least put the hood down before people think you're like some just like a statue yeah or like some creep that's you know i don't know anyways so and then we have edc which if you're listening to this thursday and you're going to edc thursday friday catch us there we're camping this year cammy and i are not campers but so our rave fam. my excitement <laughs> our rave fam decided um to camp this year so we're trying it out i packed all the sheets this morning Look, I'm not complaining. I have a wonderful life. I get to do a lot of travel, um, and I love seeing the world. I've been to Cabo since 2019. The weather was gorgeous there, so the fish tacos were everything Phenomenal. I could have wanted and more. Phenomenal. I ate so good. I'm, I don't even feel bad about the probably like two, three pounds that I gained off of tacos because it was worth it. I actually lost weight. I just weighed myself this morning. Really? Oh, two well, pounds down. So, yeah. What else? For anyone that listened to the last episode, I talked about my little sex party agenda. Spoiler alert, none of it happened. This is why I tell you guys, <laughs> when you go to a spicy party, don't have an agenda or don't have expectations. Because I had a very vivid agenda and none of it happened, but I still had a phenomenal time and got to do a lot of really awesome, fun things that I like hadn't got to do in a while so I went by myself I didn't bring any dates to this party which at first I was like I had a date and he canceled because he just wasn't feeling like mentally up to it and I was like it's fine and then I was like trying to find a date and I was like you know what no I'm just gonna go by myself like I haven't been to a spicy party by myself in a while actually wait I take that back yeah I don't think you have anyways so I went by my I went by myself to the spicy party and since I didn't have any partners <laughs> I didn't have to worry about anyone's feelings do you know how liberating that is so liberating so nice didn't have to think about how someone might feel if I had a threesome didn't have to worry about how someone might react and Whatever. this is just Nikki speaking out of her 
recent experiences where she's had partners freak out on her. So that's not everybody's experience with sex. Well, no, it's not everyone's. But no, I'm just saying, like, you know, one of my partners that I had, it's like every time I had a threesome, he flipped out about it. And like, I just can't live like that. So this is is a lot less stressful. I also went by myself. But I mean, my my boyfriend was there with his with his wife. Do you want? Yeah, tell us about your experience. What did you do? I actually didn't see you play a whole lot. I didn't play a whole lot. I I did have sex with my boyfriend in the bounce house. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, how was that? Honestly, bounce house sex is it's just a lot going on. You know, is it hard People to like, are bouncing and you're trying to bounce? And I was on top. And I was is it hard to, to get a rhythm? And that that's what I'm saying. It was really hard to get a rhythm. So, what else did you? Oh, you met that one guy and y'all oh, were cuddling. What you that that one guy you met? You all you guys kept cuddling. Yeah, I met this one guy that I really liked. He and I, like, hit it off. It was funny because, like, I had sex with my boyfriend and then I came and I wasn't really feeling, like, very sexual after. Yeah. And he, I think he was also in the bounce house and he had sex with the girl and he came. So then we were both, like, we were waiting in line at the bathroom and this was so cute. We were, like, waiting in line at the bathroom and I was, like, and this couple in front of us was taking four fucking ever. So finally they came out and I was like, actually, can I just go in with you to the bathroom? And he was like, yeah, sure. So we both go in. He pees first. I was washing my hands and then I peed and then he was washing his hands. Um, And then I was like using mouthwash and stuff. And then we're just like, then we like exchanged names. I was like, hey, I'm Cammie, (laughs) you know, in the bathroom. And he told me his name. And then afterwards we like went to go, we went cuddled in the bounce house and then we went and like cuddled in another room and it was really fun he did eat me out at one point for a little bit and I had like I was really worried for a moment because at before the sex party I had like barely started my period like just a little bit of blood came out but like when I had sex with my boyfriend like there wasn't really any blood like none I told you before once you start having sex sometimes it stops the blood flow when that guy was eating me out like things were so wet down there I was like kind of worried I was like fuck he's gonna like raise his head and there's just gonna be like blood Vikings Valhalla yeah (laughs) Vikings to Valhalla anyways but there wasn't so I was really happy about that and then my period came full force the day after and I that's really it that's like all I did did I every do, time wait, I hold on did I do anything else I thought there was one more interaction every time I looked for you and found you like because usually sometimes I was really look funny because like there were so many people what? that would come up to me and I'd be like where's Nicole and they're like she was just looking for you and I was like Ugh. every time I looked for you you were just like cuddling somewhere I know I did cuddle with I was cuddling with like usually people are girls usually people will be like oh she's in that room playing and I'm like okay good I'll like you know keep moving on but instead everyone's like oh I think she's out on the couch cuddling and I'm like oh okay and then I just cuddled a lot I really I wasn't feeling overly sexual that day so there's nothing wrong with that the the spicy party was on a full moon so yeah has everyone feeling some type of way Oh, yeah, and that that full Scorpio full moon, you know, eclipse season, Mercury retrograde elixir, I do not want to take ever again. That shit fucking sucked. It got dicey there for a few minutes. Astro update, if you're listening on Thursday, there's a new moon. It kind of starts today, but it goes into Friday. A new moon in Taurus. Jupiter has just moved in in Taurus, and Mercury has stationed direct. So this is a really nice new moon with really great energy. So great time for manifesting. Taurus is all about money, pleasure, resources, finances, earthly things, stability. So like a great money manifesting new moon. Just throwing that out there. But yes, the little... I'm manifesting a lot of abundance in the form of money. Thank you, universe. Safely, positively, Sa- and, and lasting energy, yes. So anyway, so yeah, I didn't really play that much at that play party. I did have a lot of fun. It was really great to see my boyfriend and to hang out with all of my friends and to cuddle with people. So, and to get eaten out by that one guy. <sighs> mm. I really want to go on a date with him. But he hasn't reached out yet? No, we've talked a little bit, but he's... But it's been how long? Is it? Almost two weeks since I know, that. That's what I'm saying. Ugh, I've been experiencing this with two guys and it's just, it's it's pissing me off. And maybe, you, you know. talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Before, okay, I, before so, I jump into my, what my so experience. Okay, so this guy, he and I texted at the end of the party and like he seemed like super interested. Like we connected really well. But I feel like he's one of those guys where he's like a little bit more, you know, like on his like 
it's me time phase which is fine i just i do like it when guys show initiative so and i get really bummed out when they don't and when they don't then i it's not like that that i get the ick but like for me one of the best ways that someone can show me that they care about me and they care about spending time with me and getting to know me is by initiating plans which is really funny because like for example with my partner jonathan like i'm usually the one initiating plans but i've just kind of learned that like that's how he is like i'll be you know he'll want to hang out but like he'll kind of wait a little while so like if i want to see him sooner then it has to be me but i right now we're also like at a cadence where we see each other once a week and like that's like already known that we're going to do that so anyways when i meet new people like if they tell me that like they want to hang out and see me like i do try to keep my expectations low but like i also just like if they if they see that then i'm like i'm hopeful for that i don't know and maybe that's just me being a little too much of a hopeless romantic but then I had this other guy. Ugh, I was supposed to see him in, Mex in Mexico and I didn't. I met him a while ago. It's, it's Oh, wait. You did meet him? Who? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you hadn't met yet. I thought you just like I met each other on Instagram but like mm -hmm. had mutual friends. Mm -mm. Nope. I met him. I met him. I met him in November. No, December. Oh. The day Argentina won. I didn't know that. The World Cup. The day Argentina won the World Cup. That's when I met him. Oh, when you went to go hang out with... Uh, uh, and so I met him there. And Okay, so this one guy, I met him a few months back last year. And he and I kind of like started talking on Instagram a little bit a few weeks ago. And he's been like saying like, hey, I want to hang out. I want to hang out. Let's go get drinks. I can't wait to get... I like, I want to get to know you. Like, let's, you know, let's hang out. But like every single time plans are somewhat made he kind of like it's like soft plans he kind of like backs out a little bit and then I'm like Ugh, okay so anyways so I was supposed to see him in Mexico because he was there too that didn't happen and then he was like let's hang out when you get back so when I got back he texted me he's like I'm so glad you're back let's you know he asked me what I was doing last night and I was supposed to see him after my plans <clears throat> We went to go see Frank's Open To It, episode three. It was really cute. Which, by the way, watch it. It's actually, it's really fun. Like, yeah, funny, cute. I know. The episodes so are really short. Yeah. Open To It is so cute. It's go watch the, the first three episodes. Open To It is the, if you watch the episode with Frank at the very beginning of season four of this season, basically, it's his uh, series about, like, a gay couple that is exploring non-monogamy. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. So, anyways, so I was supposed to go see this guy, and, and like, I had texted him to, like, see where he was at in his night, and, like, he never texted texted me back and I got so fucking pissed and so then this morning I was venting to my boyfriend about how this guy kind of blew me off and I haven't been blown off in a long time not that like and I'm not like trying to like stroke my ego or anything but like I I, I think I've in the past I don't know however many months it's been like I haven't really been dating a lot you know I have my boyfriend I have my secondary partner Jonathan and then I have my who I call my emotional support crush slash BFF Pete that lives in Denver he's great and like those three, you know, that friendship and those two relationships, you know, pretty much fulfill me. So I haven't really been dating. So like I haven't been blown off in a long time. And I, <laughs> I actually got really fucking excited about seeing this guy. And then he blew me off. And I was like, what the fuck? My ego was hurt. My emotions were like, I just really wanted to get to know him. So then, you know, like, and it was so funny because I tweeted about this, but like I sent a screenshot of what he's the last thing he said to me, to my boyfriend and to Pete. And they were both like, yeah, just cut that guy off like I don't think he got the memo of like what you were trying to say in your last text I, the th my thing is is that like if you meet someone and but like and the thing is it, like it's such a like a nuanced thing and like it's so it you know everybody has different experiences because like yes you meet someone and yes they could say something like hey I'm really excited to get to know you mm -hmm. but like that could be it like and then that's well, that, it that's what I was gonna say is that like I feel like if you meet someone and you really hit it off and like you're very excited about them you usually make plans within a week and that, that should be that should be the etiquette it, it, and, and like the indicator that they're actually well exactly for example when I met Jordan in Wisconsin at my work event last year I remember we were like talking non-stop and he was like immediately as soon as I, because he had to go from from the air show we were at to 
like a job that he had in Austin for work. So he was he was gone for like another almost two weeks, honestly. I think it was like a week and a half actually after that he was like, but within days of meeting each other, he was like, let's get something on the books. And we made plans for when he was back from Austin. And like, that's how I knew that he was really into me because he immediately made plans. And I know it's because like, if I'm really into someone that I meet out in the wild, I try to make sure I have plans with them within a week. And if I, and like, and it doesn't mean like the plans have to happen within a week, but like a date to meet up and get to know each other some more in a different setting within a week. And I don't think that's unreasonable. And that's what I was trying to think No, I don't think that's unreasonable. That's what I was trying to think about. I was like, with these two guys that like, I want to get to know, like, is it really unreasonable for me to just be like, hey, like I want to make plans. Like with one, the, the one that blew me off last night. Yeah. One of his texts that he had sent me, he was like, are you able to be spontaneous or do you need things to be planned ahead of the time? And I told him, I was like, typically with my schedule, I prefer things to be planned ahead of time just because that's what makes most sense. I can't be spontaneous. Like that's, it's hard for me to do when like I have shit planned all the time and then, you know. Well, and I appreciate his sentiment about spontaneity because like who doesn't love to be spontaneous? But at the same time, like you have to realize like we're all adults. We all have jobs. We all, well, I don't have a job right now, but <laughs> we all have shit going on. Okay, we all have schedules. You have a job. It just pays minimally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't pay as much as my old job used to. <laughs> that job being the pod. Anyways, but like we're, you know, we're all adults these days. Like we all have stuff going on. Like spontaneity hasn't been a thing for most people since like maybe college, you know? Like, and the older we get, like, the more, like, uh, there are times that like we've had to make plans with friends, like literally seven weeks in advance. <laughs> And because, like, we all have busy lives. Like, and I know I'm not the only one because, like, for example, when we were planning our next hangout with Nico, she was like, hey, sorry, I'm scheduling shit a, a week out or a month out. Like, you know, let's get a date locked in. Otherwise, like, you know, see you never. Exactly. But, like, that's but that's how like, you have to do it in adult friendships. And I'm like. And, and, and I think that's one thing. Like, that you we're have, all adults. I think that's one thing you have to realize in adult friendships is that sometimes, like, you're going to have to schedule shit out really far in advance because everyone has very busy and you know demanding schedules and like it's I don't think you know if you're someone that like oh that's you know it feels too like scheduled or calculated or like not spontaneous enough well like I'm sorry but you know everyone's got shit going on so I don't think it's unreasonable I think you should block that guy the other one I'm sorry I don't think he's that interested so I I, I, I think like I just I think it's time to move on from both I need I need one more. I need a fuck buddy is what I need. Because he's a local a, fuck buddy. Yeah, a local. <laughs> a local fuck buddy. My boyfriend lives 2 hours away. So, some, okay, an hour and a half. An hour and a half away. And I only get to see him once a week. Like that that's the limit, you know, in their relationship I can only see him once a week at this time, which is fine. You know, I make the most of that and I'm really thankful for the time I get with him, but like that's once a week for like connection so we usually you know there's a lot that we have to like cram into a day or you know the however many hours we get to hang out and then with Jonathan I see him again once a week and like that's the time for him and I to connect and it's like I miss having a partner that like spends the night and you know I can see him multiple times a day or uh, multiple times a week like Sometimes I miss that. So, like, it would be great to have a local fuck buddy who I can have sex with a few times a week. <laughs> Manifest it. Well, I'm manifesting it right now on the pod. So, anyways, so it's just like, uh, you know what? I got really excited about those two, and I'm just bummed that it didn't happen. And I just wish, I don't know. You wish it had come to fruition yeah. with each of them. Yeah, like, like the guy at the sex party, oh my god, he was so cute and funny and just... Definitely your type from what I saw. He is my type, yeah. Which is like, I'm really starting to see how we differ. This guy was like lanky, had a bunch of tattoos, like a nose ring, you know. Tattoos. Yeah, I thought I saw tattoos. I don't think he has Anyways, nothing wrong with that. I thought he was really hot. I thought he was, but I definitely he is hot. He's like yeah. very cute, boyish. I just and that's but I like the I like the big meat dudes, meat meat head dudes. Like <laughs> Nikki and I's type is really starting to differ. You can you, if you look at my boyfriend and Jonathan 
and uh, you just you see there's a pattern there but then like but if you look at pete he's a little different from them no he's very similar you think so yeah interesting but if you look at my track record they're all kind of the <laughs> mm. anyway so yeah that I, I just you know i'm just having an emotional day because i got blown blown off and it hasn't happened in a while <laughs> And I like scheduling. I like it when someone makes the effort to schedule shit with me. Like I want them. I want them to be like, "Hey, I booked us a fucking whatever." And I don't care if it's a month away. Sorry, thank you. It's it's okay. It's okay. That's just my love language. If you if you show me that you want to spend time with me by making plans like for quality time, that's how that's how I receive love. Quality time and physical touch. And that's the thing. Physical touch is another big one for me. Like, I need cuddles. I need cuddles all the time. That's one thing I miss about my ex. He and I would just cuddle and lay on the couch. And if I was having a bad day, he would come over and just hold me. (laughs) What? I said, can you pull it together for the rest of this recording? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Now take the time you need. If you need to cry, cry. Let it out. Let it out. You got to release those emotions. Acknowledge them. I was just haven't been feeling good today. I woke up and like my jaw was really hurting. Like I don't know if I just like clenched a lot because I like clenched my teeth at night. And then like I, oh, and I dreamt about that guy, by the way. Which one? Oh. Last night. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I had this weird dream that I was like in his house and I was like cuddling him and this like angry chick walked in and there was another dude just like be bopping around and I don't really know what the fuck that dream was about. Anyways, you know what I had a dream about? What? I had a weird ass fucking dream. Okay, so um, it bounces around a lot, but I was, Calvin was showering and I like went. Another oh, shower dream? I know. I keep having dreams because I had a dream recently. Also, sorry for everyone who just had to like watch me cry. <laughs> Thank you for comforting me. I'm always here for you. I love you. I love you too. Anyways, uh, for wait, no, I didn't finish my dream. Okay, I recently had a dream where like Calvin and I were like on a train or something, and he like came up to me and he was like, "Hey, do you want to go shower together?" And I was like, oh, "You want to go shower together?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, well, we gotta go find a shower." So we were like looking for a shower. Anyways, in this dream, he was showering. Mm. and I like went in and I was like oh you're here or like I was I was kind of like I opened the door and he was like oh I'm showering and I was like oh okay and then he like got out a little bit later and then I got in the shower or no and then the this girl that he used to date yeah and then uh, so he got out then she got in the shower and then I went in lots of showering yeah and then I went in there with her and we were talking about how we both like we're dating him or whatever and like our grievances with like not dating I should say we are but we both had relations with him and our like our grievances with it and we were like talking about it and then he like came up to us and was like what are y'all talking about and we were like uh and then he like got all kind of like moody and stalked off and then that was it oh wait, wait, wait. I told the rest of my dream let me see that's interesting in my oh, dream and then, I was hold taking on. a piss whoa wait, wait. And then I went into a random room and there was a bunch of snakes that creeped in. One was, or that creeped me out. One was a, a venomous one that kept trying to touch me and I was scared that it kept trying to touch me. Oh, and then later I was trying to go to a concert and my old co-worker went with Camille and I. It was like a really sketchy part of town. And then I noticed I accidentally posted a bunch of random stuff on Instagram that I didn't mean to post and was trying to delete it off my feed. Whenever I did though, I noticed Chris Lake, a DJ that I like, had liked my post and I was intrigued by that. That's very interesting. Yeah, that was my I'm dream. I'm manifesting you become best friends with Chris Lake. <laughs> um, anyways, I had a, in my dream I was peeing. You were peeing? Okay, so like releasing. But you know what? Have you ever had a dream where you're like peeing in your dream and then you wake up and like you really have to fucking pee in real life? I think one time I peed my bed because I was peeing in my dream and I didn't realize it. No, that's what I was going to say. That happened to me. That happened to me years And that was, ago. like, literally, like, in my, like, early 20s. No, and I, I was, like, I was so like embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I was so embarrassed because I was, like, what the fuck is happening? I was with my ex-fiance, and we both woke up, and there was, like, a huge wet spot. He was, like, did you pee? And I was, like, uh, yeah, I guess so. Like, I don't know what the fuck that would be anyway. <laughs> I guess <laughs> my we're water broke. <laughs> <laughs> what, <I> mean, we're, <laughs> what we're trying to say is, 
if you've ever wet the bed in your um adult life it's okay it happens shit happens it happens and you know what if you like to be to have scheduled needs it's okay yeah look a lot of people in non-monogamy are very used to having to like heavily utilize a calendar i'm not saying the monogs don't but i mean <laughs> the i vanillas. i the <laughs> vanillas <laughs> i don't I, I but at the same time like i i've dated a lot of monogamous men and i'll be like and i'll be like okay i'm sending you a calendar invite and they're like what <laughs> so I think just in the non-monogamy space, we're using we're used to using calendars more because we have multiple people and lives that we're trying to balance. So like, I think I'm crying because I'm just tired and I need to nap. Yeah, but shout out to Google Calendar for being the backbone of non-monogamy. Unless you're using Outlook like a freak. <laughs> Who does? I don't that? know anyone that uses Outlook. Some people do. Really? Yeah. Okay, luckily all my partners have been like Google Calendar people. I know, I really prefer Is this like the green text, Google blue cal- text? <laughs> is it? I think it is. It must be. <sighs> but anyways. There's nothing wrong with wanting someone to plan. But yeah, I, I mean, I really do think that that should be the benchmark. If they haven't, if you met at an event, you thought you hit it off, okay? If they don't try to make plans within a week, like and and I'm I'm saying plans for like in the future, but if they don't attempt to make plans within a week, then then I think perhaps they're not interested. Because think <sighs> about it, he's just not that into me, and I have just, to get over it. Yeah. My ego needs to fuck off. I mean, think about kindly. it though. Like you know, you meet at an event, you're so you already see each other, you already know there's an attraction, you get to feel out the chemistry. It's almost a little bit like a first date. So it's like that's an opportunity for you to be like, okay, this is someone I want to get to know more. And so that, that one dude loved my pussy. He said it tasted great. That's awesome. I really glad. love that. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think a one week benchmark is a good thing to use. Which brings me to my sex party experience yeah let's talk about it i'm done talking about me so i wanted to get dp'd which is double penetration and i wanted to have a gangbang at this um play party and because those are two experiences that i have not crossed off my list yet and that i've really been dying to like have i remember also by the way one of our uh, listeners who i love her and i dm all the time but she um, listen to the episode where I talked about my little agenda and she told me that she told her husband and her husband was like good for her <laughs> and I was just like thank you for your support <laughs> it means the world to me I was like I love that the two of them are like rooting for me like yes go get dp anyways so um like I said I went by myself I didn't have to worry about anyone's feelings and when we got there this one girl that I know really well um, she's actually like the primary partner of a guy that I used to hook up with. Anyways, she brought a date who I matched with on a dating app like literally about a year ago. But I think we said maybe like two words to each other and then that was it. So that was the guy that she brought and I, I knew I recognized him. And so later I went up to him or like right at the beginning of the party, I went up to him. And I'm like, I feel like we've matched before. Anyways. Things got super flirty, and so then I was like, you Was know. this the magazine pretty guy? Yeah. Uh, Cammy thinks he's magazine pretty. I'm sorry. If you're magazine pretty, you probably have zero personality, and I just don't fuck with that. <laughs> okay, he had personality. He had personality. However, <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> There's definitely an ego at play. He is a Leo. Anyways, and you know Leos. I oh, love you Le- know what? what? Both of the guys that I was talking about, one's an Aries and one's a Leo, so both fire signs signs yeah hey dt fam you know how important std testing is and how often we discuss it on our show which is why i'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com so whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom whatever it is it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes std testing so stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based std testing i've done this many times so i'm definitely a big fan of this basically you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs get your testing done, 
no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up. And also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on STD Check and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on STD Check and use code DTF to go get tested. And this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you guys. Go get tested. Yeah. Fire's hard to, hard to contain, but so is air. (laughs) So we were hitting it off and I asked him if he wanted to go play and immediately he was like, well, why don't we find another girl and, and go play? And I was like, okay, sure. So I pulled the girl that I'm seeing from the couple Anyways, and I asked her, I'm like, hey, do you want to go play? She was like, absolutely. So we go play with this guy. And one of my favorite things was like, okay, he never asked for consent, but at least he guessed it right. He was like in the middle of like (laughs) pounding into me and he just smacks me across the face. I was so turned on in the moment from like the sex that I was like not even thinking about the fact that he didn't ask me, but I also love being hit. So, so I was like, Elle was telling me this story and she goes, <laughs> what is she? Elle goes, she, he picked the right bitch because had he done it to me, oh, I would have thrown hands. <laughs> she said the same thing to me. She was like, later when we were talking about it, because her and I were cuddling in the bounce house with C, and um, which was really cute. And I was just laughing because she was like, he picked the right bitch because if he had slapped me across the face, I would have punched him back. I was laughing so hard. Uh, he, so he did pick her the right bitch and slapped me. But however, you know, in hindsight, um, uh, he should have asked. He should have asked. Prick. He should have asked. Absolutely. Also, because like it sounded like it was like a full on bitch slap. Yeah, it was a it was a hit. It was a hit. Oh, and he man. did it twice. Oh, no. But I think I think that was because the first time he saw how much I liked it. Oh, God. Look, no one's hit You should have said something, Nikki. I know, You should have been like, he next time ask. I know, but well, in the moment, I was like. Yes, oh, even in the moment. He's got to be educated. No, and I agree with. i send him a DM. I agree. No, you're not. I agree with you. However. I don't even know his handle. Look, no one's hit me in a really long time, okay? Sorry if I, I was that. like a little titillated by it. I get that. I, I mean. My boyfriend, C, um, slaps me every now and then. So I like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like it too. And guess what? No one's hit me in a while. So anyways. So him and I kept like hooking up. We had we had another threesome with a girl later. Then at one point, there was this one guy that like I brought as a date like three parties back who I met at these parties two years ago. Him and I have fucked occasionally. Um, he's a lot of fun. Anyways, so he came in the room while I was playing with that guy, and then the two of them were playing with me together, which was really fun. So I got spit roasted, which was great. Love that. Yeah. And then... So you didn't get your DP or your gangbang, but you did get spit roasted. I did get spit roasted, and then I did hook up with um, that second guy who I really liked because I was really looking forward to hooking up with him. And then I took a little bit of a break, and then later on, I ended up hooking up with another guy who has been on my list for a while. I've been wanting to hook up with this guy for a while. And he has a wife. He just got married. And I was just, and I remember we like started and I'm like, is this cool? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cool. She And I saw her. She was playing with someone else. But yeah, I. They're so play, cute. Yeah, I played with him and that was really fun. So even though my agenda went to shit, I had a phenomenal night. I'm really happy. I got night. fucked thoroughly. I got spit roasted. I think I had like four threesomes in the span of one night, which is probably a record for me. And then... That sounds dope. Yeah. Yeah. Four. And then... 
the next day surprisingly i went to go see this guy that i've started hooking up with at the gym i really like this dynamic because it's literally just sex we only text when it's like hey let's meet on wednesday to fuck and it'll be like okay and then i'll that's text what i need that's at 7 need. p.m and then i'll text him wednesday and be like at like 6 30 and be like i'm on my way and then he'll be like cool and then we fuck and then i see him at the gym occasionally and that's it it's see so nice. i need and uh, see and that's the thing i have one guy who i've known for two years who's kind of like that like we just text every now and then for to hook up but we only hook up like once a quarter so i need someone more consistent i agree and honestly consistent dick makes a difference in your mood i think it does on, it, it does, does. For me. it does no you're right and i need consistent dick I mean, for me, like, if I if I don't have consistent dick, then I feel like, you know... A, but I also just need, like, a cuddle buddy. I was going to say, for me, like, consistent dick is, like, kind of eases the... The anxiety? The anxiety of, like, when I'll have sex again. Not that okay, sex... I, sex isn't hard to come by, no, however... No, I get that anxiety, too. And I... And, and, you know, I know I was always trying to figure out, like, where that anxiety came from. Because, like, I know where my other anxieties come from. But, like, am I, is it just because, like, I'm a being who enjoys having a lot of sex and, like, needs that's what that, it is for me. that body-to-body connection? That's what it is for me. Like, I, I, I know I need sex. I know I need, like, that, like, a release in that way. And, like, sure, I... And c- masturbating just doesn't do it it's for different. me. It's different. It's, it's very different types. So, like, I need masturbation as much as I need, you know, consistent dick. But uh, definitely... And the I was p- hoping the Leo would be my new consistent dick. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Eh, he doesn't seem like... Here's the thing about Leos, because the guy that I hooked up with at the sex party was a Leo. Which, by the way... Um, if you're a Leo... <laughs> <laughs> um, which, by the way, actually, let me continue on that. So, the guy that the that I had a bunch of threesomes with that night, that was my friend's date. So, like, the next day, I found him on Instagram, and we talked. And, like, I remember when we were at the party, at one point, we both went to go pee together. And I was literally, like, on the toilet, like, wiping as he looks at me. And he goes, he's like, I really want to get your number after this. Like, let's meet up outside of this party. Yeah, so he said the same, too. These fucking fire signs be playing I know. games, you they be, fuckers. Yeah, they be playing games because I was so excited because I really hit it off with him. And then I got his Instagram. I gave him my number. He never texted me. He only messaged me on Instagram. And then I told him, I was like, hey, I'd love to, you know, hang out sometime. And he hardly acknowledged it. So I've already written it off as like, he's not interested. Moving on. Mm. See? And one thing that bothered me the most is that he was all like, (laughs) he was like, basically asking me to set up a reverse gangbang for him. And I was just like, so you're, you mean to tell me, you know, and he like literally wanted it like that weekend. And I was like, I'm going to be in Cabo. (laughs) Sorry. And then second, you know, um, like, are we going to hang out or anything before this like reverse gangbang? Cause like, I'm not here just fulfilling everyone's wishes with like nothing in return. Yeah, You're not a fucking genie in a bottle. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love spoiling people and giving them fun experiences like that. And I'm not saying it has to be transactional and they need to be do something for me in return. But like, I also need to feel the love if I'm going to do something like that for someone. (laughs) Am I wrong? No, I get it. I totally get it. (laughs) Yeah. No, but that's the thing is like, but also like, you know, relationships and stuff shouldn't be transactional. And I hate when things become transactional because that means it doesn't seem genuine. But at the same time, like... You know, if you're putting a lot of effort into something, you know, with someone and like they're just not putting that same effort back, then it's like, well, what the fuck am I doing? Well, not only that, but it's like, you know, people want to do things for you when you make them feel appreciated. And that's actually the master tool of a Leo is like, how, how do you keep something? You show it gratitude and showing it. And oh, wow. Yeah, I love the way you linked our little lessons with Danny in there. No, but seriously, so it's like part of part of being a Leo or Leo energy is being grateful and showing gratitude for things and keeping them in your life by showing them gratitude. If you want to keep something in your life, show it gratitude. And that's something I've always done. I thank the universe for my body every time I'm in the shower. Thank you for my feet. Thank you for my legs. Thank you for my ass. Thank you for my womb. Thank you for my genitals. Thank you for my boobs. Thank you for my abs. Thank you for my arms, my mind, my thank hair, you for my health, my health. Like I think and I, 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 and I think that's a great way to do it because I, I also try to practice gratitude every day with. Like, yeah, I and like I remember one time I was taking a walk 
and there were these beautiful flowers actually came in our walking the dogs there were these beautiful flowers you know on the on the sidewalk or whatever and I just remember I like stopped to sniff them and I like literally said thank you universe for these gorgeous flowers that we get to smell and see like in this moment like I I try to always tell my friends and my loved ones when I'm thankful for them in my life Cami, if I haven't said it enough, I'm always thankful for you. I'm thankful for you too. You know, I'm thankful for my pets, even when they drive me insane sometimes. I'm thankful for this apartment, even though like it's not the house that I want. I'm thankful for my car, you know, even though it's okay, not the car Leo that I want. energy, we get it. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> show, and I'm not just, I'm not just talking about like the, the big things to be grateful for, like the small things, like the flowers that you see on the side of the road. Like if you have a really good meal and you're just like, fuck, like, thank you, you know, be grateful. That's how you get to keep these things in your life. Show them gratitude. And that's um, why like, I hate that I'm like so bummed about these two dudes yet. I have two other dudes that are absolutely wonderful and I love being with them and I'm so thankful for their relationships. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Because you just because you are just they're two very separate things. They're two remember that. Just because you know you're upset that they didn't text you back doesn't mean you're not grateful for your partners that you have. You know, but anyways, so sorry about that lesson in gratitude. But I think in this this situation, these two Leos just weren't grateful for either of us, so they don't deserve us. I'll just release the Leo with love. Even though he and I did, our charts did say he and I had some karma to play out. But I guess we'll save that for another lifetime. I mean, you might still, I don't know. Charts said the same thing about Calvin and I. and uh, Yeah, but y'all knew each other for two years. No. Yeah, I still don't think we played out anything in that two years, fan. <laughs> That's true. Anyways. No, you never know. <laughs> Oh, and I will say this. When I was at the sex party and the second guy that I hooked up with, um, the one that came in to join the first guy and I, I remember at the party he was like, you know, we he kind of made a joke about how like we always only see each other at sex parties and that's like when we hook up and he was like, he was like, do you want to get together sometime? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, okay, how about for, he's like, you want to go on like, like a hike or something? And I was like, oh yeah. Like, or that's what he said. He was like, not just sex. He was like, do you want to like go on a hike or something? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So we scheduled a hike. I canceled it because I had a lot going on that day. So then we rescheduled it and then he had to cancel it. So then we're trying to find another time to reschedule it. But like there was an effort made on both sides. There was an effort. made. An effort was made on both sides. You know, it's funny because I was watching this TikTok earlier and it was talking about how like, um justin bieber and Haley bieber like he's a pisces she's a sagittarius you know which are two very like fun mutable high energy signs and then she was like but together they make capricorn because what's between sagittarius and pisces right in the middle capricorn and she was like so then you know they come together and they kind of become this boring couple like they got married young and like now they're you know not as like free-spirited and fun as they used to be and i always look at the energy you know like and, th- and that's a really fun way in astrology to look at like how the two of you are together so so the leo and i are a virgo <laughs> yeah so you think <laughs> that you would actually schedule shit <laughs> That's where I was going with that is, yeah, because your sun sign is Libra. His is Leo. Together, halfway in the composite, that would be Virgo. What is the composite? Hold on. So Virgo would be a sign that plans a lot. Yeah. Virgo sun, Virgo Venus, Virgo Juno, Virgo south node. Or sorry, north node. That's a lot of Virgo in the fourth. Interesting. So you'd think the two of you together would be scheduling shit. Very like on top of it. Meticulous. Yeah. Leo moon. Scorpio, I'm trying to think. Mars. So Calvin and I together would be Leo. And actually, yeah, in our composite, we had that Leo stellium. So that would be creative, the center of attention. But what is Virgo in the fourth? Uh, fourth house is home, family life. Uh, two very strict parents. That's how I would look at Virgo <laughs> in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. What are my boyfriend and I together? What's our sign? He's an Aquarius and you're a Libra. Yeah, that's like Sagittarius. Yep, Sagittarius sun. Oh, I was right. I so don't know together, if I've done. I don't know if I've done his and I's composite. Let's look into it. Together, that makes Sagittarius is fun. Likes to travel. Oh wait, expand no, the mind. I've had I've had Danny read our composite. Anyways, so all I'm saying is, with a Leo and a Libra coming together, making Virgo, if y'all aren't scheduling shit, you're not right. Mm. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Should I text him one last time? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> do not text him again. I know. I feel like Pete would be mad at me if I did that. Why would? And why? He'd just be like, why the fuck do you do that? Well, I hope y'all took away some some things from this episode. It was very short, and we just had a lot going on. So this is. Well, I wanted to tell them how it went at this at the spicy party, the sex party. What are we gonna name this episode? What do we talk about? We talked about scheduling shit. We talked about how like if a, if someone doesn't make plans within a week of meeting you, like, I just know I'm not the only chick that thinks this way. Okay, guys, girls like it when you plan shit. They just do. Ninety percent of them. No, I not no. I can't. What know. girl does not want a guy to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna pick you up at eight. Yeah, we're gonna take. We're gonna go I have a reservation here. here. We're gonna go here. Like, I made these lovely. And you know what? I want to do the same for my partners too. Which you know, and I, and I've been meaning to do that. Like, for example, with with my boyfriend and I. Like, I have a date where like I want him and I to go to a sound bath together. You know, so I I want to plan that and have that planned out for him and I. And you know, like I want to I want to show him. You know, I want to give him that too. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. That was my whole point about like the whole like when he asked me to set up a gangbang. I'm like, if you had courted me a little bit, like made me feel special, made me feel, you know, if you had planned a date and like done something that made me feel as if like, you know, oh, wow, this is a really great person that like I'd love to do something for and show them gratitude. Then absolutely. I probably would have set up the best fucking gang reverse gangbang that he's ever seen. But instead, no. What does he lead with? That's what he wants. You know, instead of like, oh, hey, let's make plans. Let's hang out. Let's get to know each other. Like, let me let me do something special for you because I, you know, because I want to get to know you and I value you. Like, that that's the thing. Like, people, people will do things for you when you make them feel valued. And I'm not saying we have to fall into, like, you know, the gender norms of society where, like, the guy, you know. No, I know. It's a two-way street. But, like, a two-way, it is a two-way street, street. Where, more, where, where both people are showing effort. But at the same time, shit. like, you know, girl, women... And women do like to be courted. And so, you know, in heterosexual relationships, um, then, you know, the man should court the woman some. Like, I'm not. And, and, and also, we just finished watching Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton series. Oh, my God. It was so good. And I cried so much. That is like such. It was such a lovely love story. If I'm you, still emotionally recovering. If you haven't watched Queen Charlotte on Netflix, which is season three of Bridgerton. No, it's not season three. It's a spinoff. It's oh, a, side, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a side piece. Okay, a side. Okay. If you haven't watched, it's like a prequel, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched Queen Charlotte. Um, uh, Bridgerton series. Of, uh, the Bridgerton series. 10 out of 10 recommend. I told my therapist to watch it just so she could understand like some of the references that I made during our therapy session. No, but seriously, it was so good. That last episode alone deserves deserves like every Emmy it can possibly win. It was so fucking good. So fucking good. And I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it come out, I was like, meh. I was like, I don't want to watch it. And then C was like, oh, I think it was really good. You should watch it. And then Cami started watching it. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I looked up the last episode, like towards the end, one of the final scenes, as I was watching it, I started bawling my eyes out. And at first I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I'm like crying over a show. And I looked to my left and Cammie is also bawling her eyes out. Okay, but like you can freely cry in front of me whenever. Why would you be ashamed of or afraid of that? No, I'm not afraid of it or ashamed of it. I'm just saying like at first I was like, oh my God, this is a TV show. Like I should you're you know what you're right I shouldn't have shamed myself for crying but I guess I was like in the moment I wondered if anyone else was like as moved as I was by the scene and then I look and Cammie's crying her eyes out and I was like yes okay it's a very moving scene um so highly recommend you did a cross over the wall <laughs> it was so good <laughs> it was so good you didn't go over the wall no George I did, I did not go over the wall <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've actually... I need <laughs> therapy. <laughs> I hope this isn't embarrassing to admit, but I've actually watched the last episode a total of three times now and cried every single time. I have found... Like, it used to be The Notebook. The Notebook was From like... The mo- <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> okay, Everybody's watching. The Notebook used to be the movie that I put on when I needed a good cry. Because, you know, sometimes, like, you just need to cry. So, for me, that used to be The Notebook. Um, for now, me, it's a door. Oh. Well, now it is um, 
episode six of <laughs> episode Queen six Charlotte. of Queen Charlotte on Netflix. Uh, if I put that episode on ten out of ten, I will honestly cry. top three love stories for me. Okay, let's that hear. I've read or seen. The top three, in, in no specific order, I'm just going to name them. My first one, uh, one of the first ones is um, Cricket and Kion. Oh, fuck off! Yes! No. Yes! <laughs> she belongs with Kion! Anyways. No, she never Cricket. loved him. Yes. She never she loved him, Kimmy. She did love him. She, she never love loved him. him. Okay, this is she came. She had Stockholm Syndrome and she came to appreciate him, <laughs> but she never loved him. She loved so Trey. Love with her. Trey abandoned her. He did not. He did not abandon her. Yes, he did. Okay. Yes, he did. For anyone listening, if you haven't watched the Cricket series, I highly recommend. Watched. Sorry, read. If you haven't read the the Cricket series by Amy Bartle, ten out of ten. Actually, you know what? I might just read that now, so I can cry. Okay. Anyway, it is one of my top love stories. There is a love triangle. There's Kion, and then there's Trey. Cammy was Team Kion. I am Team Trey. A thousand percent, the right team is Team Trey. I think I need to reread it to see if I'm still Team Kion. But like Kion was, uh, no, he was not. Anyways, anyways, okay. So top three. Okay. So wait, hold on. So Cricket and Kion. I knew you were gonna. As soon as we brought, we put. As soon as you said that, I'm like, I just know this bitch is gonna go with Team Kion. Okay, continue. Um, I would say yes, Queen Charlotte and King George. From the Bridgerton series. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you watch with the more historically accurate... I mean, actually, they still had a great love story, but obviously the dramatization of um, the Bridgerton series, the way Shonda wrote it, is Im- impeccable. Um, and then the, these other two characters, I don't remember... I don't remember the names of the characters, but the series was called, like... What was it? The Black Mage series or something like that. It was about it was it was a fantastical fiction book or series um, that I like adored in my early 20s. Um, And when I read them, I actually emailed the author because I was such a big fan. I'm trying to remember what they were called. Um, But those three would be probably my top ones. See, for me, it was going to be Cricket and Trey. Mm hmm. Queen Charlotte and George from the Bridgerton series. And then do you remember that book, Montes and... The girl had a name that was really unique. Or Monty. And what was the series about? Um, what was the series about? Remember he got put in that thing that like fixed him up and then he would, but he was like stuck in it for like a hundred years. <gasps> oh, oh my God. I love that series. Yeah. What was that? Well, I don't remember the girl's name. But that was probably one of oh, my, my oh, all-time oh, favorite. Oh. I couldn't even finish those books. I was so distraught. Oh, my God. Wait, you didn't finish them? No, I think I skipped one. Or I think one of them, like, I skipped a good chunk amount of time. Just oh, they were phenomenal. They were so good. I, I just needed my happily ever after. Monty's and Monty and was it not Persephone? No. Um. Anyways, we're talking fantasy fiction books. Yeah. Which books really do have, like, such fantastical beautiful love stories and i used to read so many books about all these great love stories and that just you know my virgo venus was i love a groomed i love a good love story hopeless romantic i love a good love story yeah i I actually actually tweeted about that the other day it's also doesn't help that we're like you know libra moons like we just love love love. we love love we love someone loving us we love to love other people like we love romance and preach i know you know i was thinking about that the other day i'm like i i know i'm very grateful for like the love that i had with my ex-husband and like i'm very grateful for the for our love story that we shared and i'm like but i don't want that to be the only one no i know and like and the the depth that him and i shared and like the love that like we like so carefully like tended you know too and grew together and everything like I, you know I don't think like sometimes I wonder I'm like do I over romanticize it but then I think about like our, our marriage and our relationship and like how much we grew together how much we like supported each other like despite you know not always necessarily being like super stoked about what the other was doing and I was like so I was like no I don't think I over romanticized it and, like it really it really was like one of the most profound loves that I've ever felt and I'm just like I don't want that to be the only one and I think that's what I crave a lot of times is like like you know when I looked at my partners recently that I broke up with like none of them were even giving me the depth that I needed and so I was like I don't I don't want this if like it's not ever gonna reach that depth you know 
Yeah. I think they wanted to, but like they 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 each had too much of their own shit to sort out before they could give me any depth. Well, I mean, it's like it's like I was saying when we were talking with was it Nico or Nadej? I can't remember, but like I want to be able to give someone, you know, my crazy and then be like, "Fuck, that's her." You know, like I want that great love story. I always do. Yeah, uh-huh, I was yeah. journaling about that this morning. I still want love. Well, show love, gratitude. <coughs> when you feel love, show a gratitude. That's true. So all right, guys, Leo's out there. <laughs> yeah, um, we are done. <laughs> one of you, one of yours. That's how we're being. I'm just kidding. Oh, we we are done rambling. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I hope y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode, and it's chaotic wonderfulness. <laughs> And if you catch me at EDC with my titties out dancing like nobody is watching, oh no, you didn't. Look away. Look away. Yeah, I'm going to no, b- you didn't. both clacker fans so I can <laughs> shield. I know. We always get naked at raves. It's really bad. We need to stop doing that. I, I think it's just because I'm so used to getting I naked. remember we were getting water. At one point it was me and our two... BFFs and we were getting water and the water guy was like bye naked girl (laughs) (laughs) I was like bye (laughs) I think it's because like I'm so used to being naked at play parties that like being naked now like just doesn't phase me as much and raving is a safe space because like people will just like leave you alone yeah people yeah no one's gonna like do anything they're not gonna come up and yeah yeah, and usually we're with our rave fam so like you know you know they'll they'll take care of anyone if they do so yeah Anyways, I hope y'all have a great rest of your week. We love you. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. And if you're going to EDC, please have fun. Be safe. Drink water. Drink water. And remember, show gratitude for something in your life today. And it's okay if you like to schedule shit. You deserve that. All right, wear condoms. Bye. (laughs) 